Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Podcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's Yes, James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 406 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we have been keeping affiliates inspired informed and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you happen to be joining us live here today at webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. And yes, I do have Arlene with me today, and we are going to be talking about Upwork, Basecamp, Trains, and if podcasting is the new blogging. Arlene, uh, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks since you've been on, at yes. least. No longer yes. than that, actually. Well, I think it's because over the Christmas holidays we took a break, but it's good to be back. Wonderful, wonderful. So we got to talk uh, a lot about uh, is uh, podcasting the new blogging, and it's a great topic. Uh, I've got a wonderful article here at a Wired magazine that actually talks a little bit about that that I'd like to cover off in just a bit. But before we do that, uh, let's talk about uh, a couple things first. Upwork, Basecamp, and then Trains. Now, let's begin with Upwork. It's, uh, of course, the new platform for Elance. They merged with, I believe it was, Odesk, who came together with Elance to create a new platform called Upwork. 
which is really just the Odesk system revitalized a little bit uh, and basically amalgamating the two services. And we've we've talked about this in the past, uh, late last year. We've talked about them a few times, how unhappy we were about the uh, the transition and how sloppy it was handled, in our opinion, and how clunky and cumbersome the, the Upwork system is. Uh, but let, let's kind of bring it forward a little bit because we're still in there. We Of course, we outsource a ton, and we've probably now outsourced somewhere around 30 projects through outsource in the last few months. So why don't we, uh, for those who haven't had a chance to dig into Upwork, and because we did beat the crap out of them quite frankly a little while ago on the on one of the uh one of the episodes uh deservingly so i i will still say uh what's been your experience working with it because you you like me have been really digging into upwork because really we've been it's been forced upon us we haven't had much of a chance but it is the lifeblood of our business this ability to hire low-cost on-demand talent whether it be writers graphic designers tech people and the like what's been your experience with upwork Currently. Um, well, I, I'm liking it a little more than I did last time we talked. Um, I guess it's just a matter of getting used to it and figuring out what they're, you know, what they want out of me when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I still, I do, I did find um, a way to navigate around it a little bit more. You, you, but you really do need to know where to go, and you know whether you cook, click on. Uh, contracts or freelancers. Those are the two places I click on to find my jobs. Once I've figured that out, then I'm I'm pretty okay with it. But there's still a couple little things that bug me. Um, the messages don't bug me so much anymore. But um, when I'm do, if I've got a project and I want to put like let's say four or five milestones in there, it doesn't let me fund all the milestones at once. And they said it is for our protection, but. Um, I just find that a little bit annoying. I just want to do it and take care of it, and I can't do it in there. So I'd have to do it a different way. But other than that, I I am getting used to it. Um, some some things I really like in there, like if if I do have a writer I'm working with and we finish a project, then I can go ahead and, and um, add the next project in pretty easily without having to start a new project. Sure, I do like sure. that. I, I, I'm actually learning my way around it a little bit more. I've also noticed they've been doing a number of upgrades, and there's a few areas that are starting to look very Elance, which uh, thank goodness for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they marry up the messaging with the project, and that's one of the biggest frustrations I have. In Elance, when you're working on a project, so let's say it's project A, all of the communication with the freelancer uh, between the freelancer and yourself is, of course, attached to the project where it should be. Yeah. In Upwork, it's in two completely separate areas. So I find myself looking through the messaging or looking through the messages that are coming in. Okay, this is from this freelancer who's bidding on that job. Then I have to leave the messaging area and go way over to the jobs and find the job that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I find that's just crazy. That's Crazy, crazy. So I, I hope they're going to work on that and uh, and sort that out. The other thing that I found that I think one of the reasons we're less frustrated with it is because it's really forced us to change the way we're doing business, which kind of leads us into Basecamp. If you recall, a couple months ago, we said, we're going to stop communicating so much with our freelancers in in Upwork because it's just a mess. Yes. So we've been bringing over the freelancers 
much more frequently into our base camp system where we have all of our communication now for the most part. And we're using Upwork primarily for a little bit of communication, but generally for escrowing the funds, uh, posting the projects, and then finding them, and then using Basecamp to actually work with them. And that's taken the pressure off. Don't you, don't you that, find that? That's exactly what I do. I hire them in Upwork. But I tell them right away, give me your email. We're setting you up in Basecamp. I've never had an objection to that. In fact, anybody that we put into Basecamp has said how much they loved it. And yeah. it's so easy to communicate with them in there. And then when I need to pay them, I go back into Upwork to pay them. That's it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Leave the feedback and move on. Yeah. Uh, I know it's uh it's great in that way and that's actually that's probably the the silver lining that's come out of it is because we probably should have did that a little bit more with Elance but Elance was just so much more intuitive and I I think that's the thing with Upwork it's there's just it's just not intuitive you can't find things easily you have to and how many times have you heard from people who are, or or have emailed the support desk that says what do you think of of Upwork I'm having a hell of a time with it or I don't yeah. like it just got an email just a couple of weeks ago from someone complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So hopefully it'll continue to evolve. Of course, yeah. we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to throw them under the bus too much anymore. No. Uh, but thank goodness for Basecamp. And I was talking to Matt Frary, who we interviewed last week uh, on the buzz here in episode number 407, I believe. Uh, and he's talking about Basecamp as well. And they – picked it up uh, a couple of years ago or started using it a couple of years ago and he was he told me he was talking to his one of his family members was how in the world do you manage five companies mm-hmm. and all of the staff and all of the things that you do he says I use Basecamp he yeah. says it's completely changed the way we do business and I've noticed on the Basecamp homepage that they have 5000 companies a week signing up for Basecamp holy which is really incredible. It's truly incredible. But then you you put the contrast on that with Upwork. Upwork has 1.3 million service providers in there now. So I think that's the, the, the golden combination. Upwork to find them, to, to manage the funds between them, between us and them, and then moving everybody over into Basecamp and using Basecamp to, uh, to manage the, uh, the projects. And it's just uh, – it's, work, it's working beautifully. It's working beautiful, yeah. Because I, w- I will tell you, I was really – I was upset. I was disappointed. I was angry. I was all of it when, when Elance forced us to move over here. And I'm really still not happy with the way they did it. But at least we've come up with uh, uh, what, what seemed like a workaround, but now was the obvious upgrade to the way we were doing things. So, mm-hmm. so anybody that's uh, not using Basecamp yet or maybe frustrated in Upwork – Go sign up for Basecamp. You can you can set up your first project for free. You'll love it. I've never heard anybody say anything other than thank God for Basecamp. I don't know what I would have done without it. How did I ever do business without using Basecamp? Yeah. It's amazing. So now let's shift gears here for a second. Train time. Train and I time. just learned I just learned about this <laughs> from you, and it didn't sound like I'm even invited yet, but we'll discuss that. Well, you're invited. <laughs> Uh, okay, so tell me about this little train uh, idea that you have with Adam, our oldest son. So what we were talking about, what it, where it all started was something showed up in my Facebook about you can travel across the U.S. from, oh, when was it? Where was it? California? Seattle or somewhere. I think it was Seattle to New York or something. Yeah, there was a, 
a train excursion you could go across. It's like a four-day excursion for like $213. And it showed the whole story of a young student who had done this, and he was telling his journey. And I thought, wow, that's amazing how cheap it is to go across Canada or across the U.S. And I'm thinking, I don't want to go across the U.S. So Adam and I were talking, and we, we came up with a plan because we said we have to do a train trip this year. We haven't done a train trip. We didn't do one last year. Last year was a write-off for me with my health, so we haven't done one for a couple of years. So we decided let's do one from Vancouver down to uh, Portland, Oregon, which is, what, about a seven-hour drive from here, James? Yeah, probably around there, yep. Seven-hour drive, so I don't know how long the train trip would be. But then we decided let's get off in Portland Rent which is which I will say is an absolutely beautiful city, so we should spend a day or two there first. Yeah. yeah, so we'll rent a car, get a hotel for a couple of nights. But Adam said that there's this amazing railroad. He knows them all, and yeah. it's called the Mount Hood Scenic Railway, and it's about Whoa. 60 miles from Portland. And it's a four-hour train excursion that looks amazing, and there's dome cars, and there's um, like there's the – the dining cars and everything. And you go from, and I was just looking it up too, and Viator has it on their site. Yeah. And very, so, a very large merchant uh, that we've met many times down at Commission Junction. Ah, sorry, not Commission Junction, Affiliate Summit. Yep. So it says, Ex- experience Oregon's be- beautiful scenery on this relaxing train journey through the historic Mount Hood Railroad. From, from Hood River, travel through the Columbia River Gorge and magnificent Cascade Range towards Mount Hood, which is Oregon's highest point. And it's, it looks spectacular. So it's a four-hour train trip. And believe it or not, if you get like just a coach ticket, it's like yeah. $43 Canadian. We're not doing coach. No, I, so I'm just saying if you wanted to do it cheap, you could do that. But no, we're not doing coach. We would get the, um, the one that they have, what I like is the, the dome car, and that's only $80. Cool. But that includes your meal. Wow. So it's fantastic. Four-hour train trip. Yeah. So Look we got in. that on the – yeah. So I'm just waiting for them, their schedule to come out. Um, and then as soon as – it says their schedule's not out yet. And as soon as we get that – and then Adam's birthday's coming up. My birthday's end of March. And Adam's is four days later, beginning of April. So we thought if we can maybe do that around and for our birthdays, that would be a really fun trip to do. Perfect. Sounds like a great vacation too. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's spectacular. Bring our laptops, do a little bit of work on the Amtrak, but nothing on on the excursion train. That'll be that'll be great. Yeah. Hey, did you want to talk about share sales too, as well? Yeah. Good. Good for bringing that up. Let's let's leave that towards the end. Uh, hey. There's some developments there on the positive side, as usual, with Brian Littleton and the share sale team. But uh, I do see we are up against the break. Uh, we have much more to cover, including a look at if podcasting is the new blogging. Is it? Is it not? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. And uh, we'll cover that and much more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, I am here with Arlene, and we're having a look now at if podcasting is the new blogging. And it's uh, it's a very interesting question. Uh, I'll say right up front, I do believe it is by far, and even more so. And it reminds me, Arlene, a little bit of back in uh, 2001 when we were doing the affiliate marketing training course in New Westminster, just out of Vancouver, British Columbia here, uh, when we started to really make some headway with our affiliate marketing business. And I realized because we were doing a class in New Westminster teaching people all about affiliate marketing and working at home and, you know, developing a passive income and just how nice this new thing the internet was and the opportunities that were available to us, that I realized that this was going to be huge. Affiliate marketing was going to be absolutely massive. And I made the decision back then to split the business in two. We had the affiliate marketing side of the business, uh, and then we had the training side, which at that point was the affiliate marketer's handbook. And we wrote the handbook, uh, myself with an editor, from November of 2011 until we launched it in May of 2002. And within six months, sales literally took off, and it was one of the top-selling ebooks of its time. Uh, it sold 5,500 copies at 167 U.S. apiece, and it just took off, which birthed the affiliate buzz and everything else that we did in the business. But I looked at I looked at podcasting uh, back then, not in the same way I looked at affiliate marketing, because there just first of all there was no podcasting; the term didn't exist. Uh, I guess that's probably a big reason I didn't see it. But we were, of course, doing the twice a month audio newsletter called the Affiliate Buzz. Then, uh, you know, as things kind of moved along, the 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 handbook morphed into the Affiliate Marketers Bootcamp online once conferencing technology came along. And that's where it resides today in the School of Internet Marketing, the Affiliate Marketers Bootcamp. So it's really been an evolution of almost 15 years from for that from that initial initial kernel of an idea with the Affiliate Marketers Handbook to today. Now, in that time, blogging has come along in around 2005. Do you, do you remember the first time you learned about WordPress? Mm, I think so. Yeah. So it, it would have been right around that time. And, and I'm looking at uh, 
kind of the correlation there between that and podcasting. And I've been looking at it for a while because the last 15 months I've been working on the Podcasting Mastery course, which I will say is the most comprehensive course on how to start a profitable podcast of your own, which is now just recently finished. We haven't quite launched it yet. We're just about to, but also developing the Podcasting Mastery podcast and all the stuff around it. So I've been able to watch this for a while going on, and it's been helpful to be to have been a podcaster for 12 plus years to kind of get an insight into it. But now I'm looking at articles that are starting to uh, show up, and there's one here from Wired Magazine that kind of, for me, pulls it all together. And it, and the, it basically asks the question, if podcasts are the new blogs, enjoy the golden age while it lasts. And it talks about a podcast called Serial, and I think many listeners have probably heard of it. It came on the scene last year, and they went from zero to five million downloads just like overnight. It just literally took off. And I think in total, somewhere around 80 million downloads of the Serial podcast. Wow. And it's essentially... Uh, it's a uh, it's 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 a show. It's a it's a twelve episode true crime series. So it's really it's like a show. And if you take a look at the stats, the serial podcast has been listened to more than the top three uh, sitcoms on television combined. Wow. So it's really come on strong. So which is quite amazing. So it says uh, the article says uh, it's the golden age of podcasting. And the format is open to anyone with a laptop, a microphone, and access to a web server, uh, which is very true. Podcasting is not that complicated. There's a few technical things you need to know. But generally, it's a marketing exercise, especially for affiliates and uh, OPMs and anybody who's in the industry that's looking to uh, drive new revenues and customers to your business. But they compare it to blogging, and they, they say, okay, take a look back. Take a look back to around 2015, and they said – Back then, there was an average of 40,000 new blogs being started a day, which is quite staggering. Which is a lot. Which yeah. is a lot. And you fast forward to today, there's somewhere an estimated 500 million blogs online, which is beyond comprehension. But 500 million blogs. And podcasting today is very similar because if you take a look at podcasting today uh, – the estimates are there's somewhere around 180,000 active podcasts compared to 500 million blogs. Yeah, no comparison. So no comparison. So who, who in the world do you want to compete with? you want to compete with 500 million bloggers or would you like to compete with a handful of podcasters who are just getting started? Yeah. And they get into great de detail on to why it's becoming so popular. And we've noticed it in our own business. We've seen it dramatically the the growth and the the number of people coming on um, but they equate it to the uh, ios update in the recent uh, you know iphone update where they put the purple podcast icon right on the screen right on the home screen you can't get away from it and that's one of the things that's helped spring it into a uh, mainstream they also uh in another article I, I read that there's something like 200 million iphones were sold last year and 1 billion smartphones with the Android operating system were sold. So there's 1.2 million phones that both have uh, podcasting capabilities or podcasting uh, listener capabilities. Listeners can listen to podcasts on their smartphone. Whereas if you go back to the early days, you had to download it or stream, and it was just kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. And then knowing that there's over a billion subscribers now on iTunes, and if you think about it, if you really for the marketers out there, if you think about it, 500 million blogs – 180,000 podcasts, 
over a billion subscribers just on iTunes alone, 245 million monthly listeners on iHeartRadio, and there's TuneIn and there's Spreaker and there's Stitcher and there's all these other free podcasting directories you can submit your show to. You look at other things like there's an article, uh, it's called Auto Android Auto, which is the in-dash player for for the Android operating system that's being shipped in most new cars these days. Same with Apple's got a version of it as well. The article says Android Auto is everywhere at the North American International Auto uh, Auto Show. I mean, who wouldn't want it? Basically, a, a tablet embedded into the dash of your car. Yeah. My hands okay. up, please. I'll take one yeah. of those. Thank you very much. So it's so interesting to see it finally start to to really gel and to really kind of uh I mean you you've seen it you see it Yeah, I mean, it's just exploding. It's ridiculous. The things that even that you can do on your your smartphones now and just push a button and the podcast is there. Absolutely. So it says here, so links to the past, and this is right from the Wired article. We'll put a link to this in the show notes. It says, in 2005, Business Week featured a cover story on blogs. To give you an idea just how early 2005 was, the story defined links for readers. So they had to explain what a link was. Yeah. These are the underlying words when clicked, carry readers to the story's online version to another web page. Blogs had already been around for a while, but thanks to new software products like WordPress and Blogger, anyone could start very easily for free. At the time, Business Week estimated 40,000 new blogs were popping up every day. Suddenly, everyone could be a publisher, but no one knew exactly how to classify the media. Was it journalism? Advertisers didn't know how to best to use blogs? And so on. So we've seen where blogging has gone. Blogging has just exploded onto the scene. It goes on to say... uh, Modern-day podcasts are in a similar position. I'd underline that one. They've been around for a long time, but this year, prompted by popular shows like Serial and enabled in part by the iOS update, improved the purple podcast icon on the iPhone home screen, they sprung into mainstream. iTunes lists 16 categories of podcasts, and though no one's measuring exactly how many exist, most estimates suggest somewhere around 180,000. So I would I would claim to say that 2016 really is going to be the year of the uh, of the podcast. So for marketers that are looking for a new uncompetitive, un, un, less competitive, uncompetitive. How would we say that? Well, I think we know what we mean. Uh, marketplace to get involved in, where you've got a head start on everybody. Else. Don't be looking at 2025 when you learned about podcasting back in 2016, when you seen it was just taking off because it literally is truly uh, about to take flight. And within the next few years, there's going to be some people really getting established. And there's already a lot of famous people who have started podcasts or previously unfamous who are now famous. So there's a lot of advantages to it. It's quite amazing, really. So Arlene, I could see, though, we need to take another quick break. Let's do that. Uh, We will be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix... 
So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important reinventing keyword research simplifying campaign optimization redefining competitive analysis spyfu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your seo and ppc campaigns new tools new data and a brand new look we've streamlined spyfu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently more accurately and more intuitively visit spyfu.com that's s-p-y-f-u.com and start downloading your competitors keywords now it free. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, I'm here with Arlene. We're having a look at if podcasting is the new blogging. And interesting, uh, if you take a look at blogging these days, there is uh, there's an incredible amount of very successful blogs out there. And when you compare it again to podcasting, there's so few. There's really so, so few. Now, Arlene, you have had an interesting experience with podcasting. And we talked about it, touched upon it a little while back, I think. But just in case we didn't, talk about the time that we finally convinced you to do a few episodes of your own and how resistant you were to it. Because I know this is one of the primary reasons people don't, get into podcasting is fear uh, and a little apprehension. Talk about your experience with that. Just take maybe a minute. Yeah, I was terrified to start my own podcast. <laughs> I, I knew it had to be done, but I, at the same time, I was like, I could not see myself like interviewing people or, or you know, stumbling my way through a, through a session and what to say and, you know, would it be interesting? Would people like it? Just all the self-doubt that comes into play along with I hate my own voice and I mean, it just goes on and on. <laughs> and like, what am I going to say? Are people going to listen to it? But once I did it, once I did the first one and I just, I got my, my friend on with me who was the executive director of the Epilepsy Society because I felt comfortable talking to her and it was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad at all. And it was really just having a casual conversation and it turned out fantastic. And then once I did the first one, I had the confidence to do the second one. And I just made sure that my questions were very well prepared and that I had good quality information to share with the guests. But after that, um, you know, and just learning not to talk too fast and, and just a few little things, that, a few little tips. But once, once I got it, it was, it was pretty, pretty easy to do. And now you've been the co-host in the Affiliate Buzz for two or three years now. Yeah. And how has that experience been? It's been good. Yeah, no, it's yeah. been really good. 
So, so for those of you who are considering catching this wave, getting ahead of this trend, uh, let me offer you up a free report that I just put together. It's called The Core Elements of the No Fail Podcast, and you can download it for free at podcastingmastery.com slash no fail. That's podcastingmastery.com slash no fail. Also, we just finished up an episode. I'm going to head over to Podcasting Mastery for just a second. We just published this. This is dynamite. I interviewed a wonderful lady named Allison Medi, uh, Allison Melody from the Food Heals podcast. And in addition to just her bubbly, fun, overflowing personality, and the topic was just so interesting, I had a chance to ask her from a business perspective all about her podcast. And she explained to us not only why they started it, how they started it, how they monetize it in three different ways. She also talked about how they built their audience from zero to 100,000 downloads in just 90 days which is a pretty good growth curve for uh, for something that just came out of the gates. And she tells us exactly how she did it. So if you want to have a listen to that, head over to podcastingmastery.com forward slash. Uh, actually, just go to podcastingmastery.com. It's episode number 11, and uh, you'll find it there. Very interesting show. Wonderful lady to talk to. A great example of, a, of, a, of another type of podcast, another episode on a totally different topic than you're used to uh, over at Podcasting Mastery. Go have a listen to that uh, episode number 11. Now, Arlene, I can see we are out of time. Hard to believe. We are out of time. Uh, as usual, I always invite uh, our affiliate marketing friends to come and hang out with us here live every Thursday afternoon on Webmaster Radio at 2 p.m. Pacific for the Affiliate Buzz. We love to have you here. Uh, a reminder that if you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. Again, a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. And you'll also get another very special little report automatically when you do that. Uh, and again, Arlene, thanks so much. And to our affiliate marketing friends, all of our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. This has been a presentation of Webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs. On demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.